Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the desk of the Yukon Writers Society, this is the Writer's Nook. This is officially episode... Eight! Eight! Yes! <laughs> And uh, this is a special edition in which this is the end of NaNoWriMo. (gasps) We hope you got your words and we hope you really blew up whatever you're working on. Yes. And I'm here joined today by three lovely ladies. Oh my. And of course, just for a quick introduction, I'm your engineer extraordinaire, Gary Medina, and I'm joined with... (sighs) Janie Mary. Would you speak up? (laughs) You got to speak up. Sorry. Janie Mary. Oh, my. Shayla Raquel, absent of Wednesday and Chanel this evening. (gasps) And finally, our special guest. Very special. Melissa Ike. (gasps) I know her. (laughs) Now, for all our listeners who listen to the the conference podcast, you might have recognized her when we had our interview with her uh, at the conference. Yes, our writers in life. And she talked about self-care and killed it. And I still have my self-care wheel and it's um, tacked to my wall. And so when I'm like, oh, it's going to be a self-care day, I go and look at it. I have seen it. She is telling the truth. Yeah, it's true. Well, I believed you, but... I believe you even more. <laughs> because of Gary. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you ladies weren't present at the meeting on Thursday, but we talked a little bit about secondary tertiary characters in which how they can really flesh out and really uh, add color to your story. Would you say so? Yeah, you said ladies, but I was a lady that was there. Yes, you were. <laughs> I was disappointing these two. Oh. But uh, <laughs> pointing, I'm, I'm mad I missed. Me like too. for those of you who are listening, I was super pumped about this because we haven't talked about it before. And then this wretched sinus infection had to take over my life, but that's a rant for another time. So for those of you who were there, you're really fortunate because I really wanted to hear this. However, please note that Oren Patterson's notes. Please note the notes. Um, are on yukonwriterssociety.com slash blog. So if you weren't there, you can read his notes on the topic of minor characters. But you won't see the extras that Janie Mary provided. Oh, we're going to touch on that. We will be touching on what Janie Mary did. We will be touching on that. So So much touching That's why you need to go to the meetings. Yeah, workshop. Oh, I did it! Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) I'm turning into your brother. So we're we're going to touch on the the meeting a little bit because we have bigger things to talk about. Not to say that this is small. It's just that Oren's not here and I don't have the notes in front of me. he's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. Oren, we miss you. Please come back. Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh, small interjection. I still feel like it's special that Melissa comes to the group because you did start out as a speaker. I know. Like the level of like, professionalism. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know her Can we just say right here, right now on the podcast how we met? Yes. Can we do, do it right it. now? Let's go with the origin story. Okay, you do it's it. It's one you of my favorite it. stories okay, of this year. In fact, I would say that it was maybe looking back now, now that the year is drawing to a close, <coughs> it's probably one of the biggest things to happen. Wow. Totally year. by happenstance. By mind. happenstance. Because, kind of fast forwarding, it resulted in me getting this awesome group of friends at a time when... Um, I'm pursuing writing more seriously. I really want to develop in that way. And it's also unique 
to meet a group of people who are both creative and driven. Yeah. You have a lot of people who are creative, but like they just kind of go with the flow and then yeah. people who are driven, but like they don't tap into that creativity. And so the group we has have been, the sweet spot. yeah, like it's fun. We have fun together. And then we also get, stuff done. get it done. Yeah. Get it done. So that's, that's been great. So, okay. I was, um, working one day at this coffee shop in Yukon called Vaca territory mind my own business when this woman slides down the bench and she looks at my planner my beloved planner she goes is that a day designer <laughs> and I said it just like that yeah. very seductively super because she was in love with it it is true and I was like it is and I know instantly that we're friends because anyone who like nerds out on office supplies oh, and planners man. there's a kindred spirit there yeah then we chatted about um, oh i just sat down by you. you did it was awesome i was just like i want to be your friend you're right same <laughs> and so then we talked we talked about like we, it was only a couple minutes you learned about my work i learned yes. about your um like ministry you're involved with yes. and it was like wow there were a lot of levels that we can right because you work with human trafficking victims right. and mm-hmm. then i was working with the jail ministry lots of overlap there yeah exactly yeah. and so i got your you gave me your card and so a day later i was like i'm gonna friend her on facebook <gasps> do you remember this i do i I, met, I friended her and then she was like hey via messenger um i just don't friend just anybody you were very friendly about it oh you're like you. but who are you and I was like, oh, I'm Melissa from Vodka. And you went, you that Melissa? That one? Oh and then goodness. I was like, I don't think we're friends. That's I will add that I distinctly remember seeing your day designer and just going, oh, another day designer woman. Yeah. And I knew I had to talk to you. And I just decided right then and there, once I learned about what you did, I was like, I want to donate to that, which like I still haven't even got to do yet because good Lord. But I'm really excited because that's what I want to do before the year is up. And I just was so excited about what you did. And then here it is. And I'm looking for speakers for Mm -hmm. the Rider Rider Olympics for um, UConn Rider Society. And you're like, you send me a message and you're like, hey. Uh That's exactly how I felt. Thinking about doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my word, fill out the application. Yeah. And so you filled it out. And I had gone to Gary, Janie, and Oren at the time. And I was like... I don't know, like, should we have her do it? It's on self-care. Like, what do you think? What do you think? And then we just were like, yeah, like, let's do it. And so you had it, and oh, my Lord. I just loved it, and you killed it. And now we're, like, at your house. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell it to you like this. Whenever uh, she first brought it up, and she mentioned that your topic was self-care, and it's like, it's not very writer-related. But then we thought, well, we're writers. Mm -hmm. We know what it's like. We know what it's like to mentally push ourselves and, you know, have unhealthy habits. So we might as well have... Someone who knows what you're talking about yeah. speaking to a group of people. It was about my it. favorite topic of that conference, and I'll say it. I don't even care. Like I love Blake. I love Tex. I love Sarah. They're amazing. They're, they're incredible. But the self care is so important it's to very much me. Important. And so what I learned from Melissa was so important to me that I just felt like, why in the world are more are we not talking about this more? I mean, we are. We are. But I feel like how many other conferences are having somebody speak about self-care for writers? And I'll tell you like this. Uh, one of the things you said that really like hit me was uh, the fact that you said self-care isn't about being indulgent. It's about taking care of yourself. Right. Yes. Which means you'll have to do things you don't want to do. For sure. Oh, but it'll, yes, but it'll be so taking true. care of yourself. That you is know? so true. Yeah. yeah. And that, that one really stuck to me. Like, Well, yeah. and I've had to, I mean, and I also was really clear 
like I'm not that great at it. But I will say that I knew that I needed to develop in that area. I'd been studying it for a while. And putting together the presentation then reinforces it for me. And I've been trying to make those efforts. So, like, for example, a couple weeks ago, I need to get my oil changed. (laughs) I was super procrastinating. It stresses you out to know you have to get it done. Yeah, yeah. but then it's like the time that it takes. Exactly. And it's not that bad, but like nonprofit world mm. also is always a mental exercise in time and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, but if I don't have a car, then I can't do things. And right. so I was like, I'm going to take two hours. And you know what? I went to a Starbucks and I worked while my car was getting yeah. worked on. So it wasn't See, like a loss, go. but... Yeah. Still, you felt two birds. When I did it, I was like, ah, "I'm self caring right now." Yes. Way, to go. Yeah. way to go, me. Can I say something really, really, really fast about that? So, like on the self care side of things, I totally agree that it's doing things that you don't always want to do. But then at the end, it's like for me when I do my self care Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. thing. I will have a list of things I've been putting off. And then once they're done, I feel so good. Because I'm like, oh, thank God that stressor is gone. And it should also have a, it should be a tinge of indulgence as well. Sure. I mean, like, for, like, do those fun things too. Yes. Go see a movie. You know, we went, like, my self-care thing was my nephew and I last week, the week before, last week we went and saw the new Grinch movie. Hmm. And I was, I'm telling you, I'm such a business-minded woman. I'm like, oh my word, I can't be doing this. I have too much work to do. But I took the time to do that, mm-hmm. and I wound up spending time with him, cool. and we just laughed and laughed. So that good. movie was adorable, and mm-hmm. they sang so many like um, old school hymns, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my word, they're literally talking about Jesus in a movie! What is happening?" Wow! And it was awesome, and it wound up making me feel better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know how That's we got really on cool. self care, but it's such a good. It's topic. actually a very good uh, topic to get into, especially when we're doing NaNoWriMo. Oh my mm-hmm. lord! Yeah. That is good segue. It good is segue. a. <laughs> I'm the master at it. But uh, with uh, NaNoWriMo, it's an entire month dedicated to writing or trying to write 50,000 words. Yes. And naturally, that's going to build up a lot of stress. For sure. But I want to ask you ladies, how has NaNoWriMo been? And we'll start off with our special guest and just go this way. Yeah, okay. How was NaNoWriMo for you? Um, it went pretty well. Um, it went extraordinarily well. It went very well. Okay. Um, <laughs> First time I will say that, okay, if we can, again, with this combo of self-care and NaNoWriMo, doing it for the first time last year kind of kicked off self-care for me because I was like, man, if I'm going to do this for real, Mm -hmm. I have to do some planning in advance. I have to get some work done in advance. I got to get... Can't just start on November 1st and be like, okay, here we go. No way, no No, way. You had to be prepping. Yeah, exactly. And like get life together. And so I did that again this year and it really paid off and went well. Also, what was more fun is last year I did it totally by myself. And this year I had my group of awesome new friends. (gasps) There's like, it is you. And there's like fellowship (laughs) involved. We had the write-ins. and Those were so helpful. They were helpful and just so much, just so much fun. So yeah, they were they were really yeah. fun. So I I really enjoyed it and Do you think that you wrote every day when you were doing NaNoWriMo no, or did you have really? to catch you, up? You hit 50,000 without writing every single yeah, day. Yeah, cuz I can't. I mean, I really? you know, I'm usually doing for my work, I'm doing 10 to 11 hour days most right. days. Yeah, that's my days. And so right. And so no, I wasn't doing it. But then I but then um Keeping in mind setting aside time to write, then I'm a pretty fast typer. And so when yeah. I do, and I had my story kind of an idea of where I was going to go. And so I could knock out a bunch. Really, a lot of it was on the weekends. 
which is encouraging to me because I have now I have this momentum built up and I'm like, no, I can really do stuff on the yeah. weekends. Uh, and like kind of seeing that for myself. Yeah. And it's worth it to me. So I learned a lot and, um, yeah, just, do you know what your final word count was when you won? Yeah, it was just over the threshold. It was just, like yeah. 50,065 or something. Wow. Oh my yeah. No, cause I hit it at like 1230 last Saturday night and I'm like, Oh, I'm done. <laughs> and I had Prosecco in my refrigerator uh, <laughs> and I, and I popped some microwave I saw popcorn that, yeah. and I put <laughs> it in a fancy bowl for my grandmother and I was like, it's a celebration. <laughs> Downloaded all the stuff from the website and put it on all my social yes. media. That's awesome. yeah. that was, that's, I'm that so, was so proud funny. of you. That's so cool. <laughs> and did you, did you think that you would win? Did you feel I, like you would? Yeah, I was pretty sure. <laughs> You're so confident. You're like, heck yeah. Well, last year when I did it the first time, I was like, oh, I don't know. This <laughs> year, I will say one thing was I wasn't sure if I had enough story. For 50,000 words. Right. And I didn't even get to my last section of story. That's now, amazing. here's the thing. A lot of those words is being very verbose right. and descriptive. And I'm like... But that doesn't matter during nano. That's what I think. And, like, I wasn't doing it just to pad either. I'm, like, trying to fully explain... And I'm like, when I go back over this, I'll be able to make it more concise. But I'm like, why not dump out everything exactly. in my head? Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. Yeah. Do you feel like... Um, like, okay, were you, when you won, how did you, was it your first time to win? Or? No, I won last year, too. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Congratulations, Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Did, you. did you win a prize this evening? Well, as a matter of fact, I did. Here, I'll go grab it so we can have some sound effects. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Sound effects. You won't be able to see what's going on. And while on she's looking for that, here. be sure to check out our latest updates at youcanwritersociety.com. That That's is. That's right. Our website. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to like signal you to say the website again. Oh, you got to write it Maybe. Maybe try it again. Slow. UConWritersSociety.com. We have our workshops there, our blog posts. We even have our Christmas party that you can RSVP to, our podcast, which you're listening to right now, The Writers. Nook. And <laughs> what else? I don't know. Anything. What? Whatever. We're really cool. You should follow us. And of course, Melissa is back with the prize for <gasps> Nano Do you hear Redmond. it? Do you hear the prize? Get she got some more going in here. From the Yukon Writers Society because we're that cool. I have some. I have some books and some tissue paper. It's like the Yin Yang Twins in here right now. I don't know what that is, but I do listen to I, ASMR. I know I both. Write. I know the both. <laughs> I write to ASMR sometimes. Okay. Really? Me too. So tell us what you won today since you won. Well, today I got a really nice card that I really liked. I got this book by Jeff Goins, You Are a Writer, so start acting like one. Excellent book. You're going to really and truly love it. He's a great guy. I cannot communicate the delicious smell of my hand soap that I got, but it's winter candy apple. Oh my goodness. And then I also got this adorable little book of, oh, the little book. Oh, oh, mindfulness. Yes. Oh. Specifically picked out for you. I know. Because of what you talk about. And even just like flipping through it. You can tell it's for you. Yeah, right? I love it. It was written for you all For way. me. Okay, a mindful tasting exercise. Take a small piece of chocolate. Oh, I'm A raisin or a toffee of some sort. Yes. That's what this whole exercise is. So, done. I'll done. do that. So, thank you, guys. Okay, you are so welcome, and congratulations on winning NaNoWriMo. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. As we transition. As we transition. Oh, that is a beautiful segue. Thank you. Shayla. How did you try to keep this short and sweet? I accidentally won NaNoWriMo. <laughs> Explain. I've seen the posts all okay, over social media. Okay, so basically what I mean is I had zero intentions of winning NaNoWriMo. I was just going to play the game. Mm-hmm. And by the way, for those of you who don't realize this, 
it was a week before I actually started writing for my book, The Ten Commandments of Author Branding. I had tried a short story compilation and that just was not working. So I was like, okay, I'm going to switch. And so I switched over to my novel from 2012, The Cul-de-Sac. So I was working on that. And then I was like, okay, this sucks too. And so, it, I mean, I'm serious. It was a week. And so we went to our, like, first or second write-in. I don't remember which. And I finally was like, okay, screw it. I'm going to do nonfiction. Which Did you, you can do. you plan for this? I had... I cannot listen to me. I cannot stress this enough. I had zero plans. That's awesome. I did not know the title, nothing. And I just realized like, man, I have, I teach so many authors on the topic of author branding and book marketing. And you know, the NaNoWriMo people said that I can do nonfiction and I'm not cheating. So like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's do it. And so I started with some of the blog posts that I had written in the past and started tweaking them. And then before you know it, you know, I just kept going and going and going. And I was like, oh my Lord, like I might actually actually win this thing (laughs) and so i just kept plugging away plugging away and then i grabbed some blog posts that i had written before and like rewrite them for the book and tweak tweak them and stuff like that and then i would come up with cool ideas i'm like oh i should talk about this in the book and blah 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 because i haven't even done a blog post on that Yet. And so I would write about that, and then I won today. Wow. Today was the day. Today was the day. It was around 5 p.m. Oh before I actually. Yeah, I was like not even 1,500 words away. And so I finished today, and I was so excited because I'm really pumped about the idea of this book, The Ten Commandments mm-hmm. of Author Branding. I speak on it, I write mm-hmm. on it. I mean, awesome I, I never stop talking about it. And I feel like it's so important for people to understand what author branding really is and how it plays into your own book marketing strategy Mm -hmm. and how it can help you sell books for the long term. Mm -hmm. I am not a quick fix kind of marketer. I'm all about the long game. And so I wrote that, and these write-ins were amazing. Yeah, They were so fun. In fact, they were so fun that Sarah Hooper had mentioned, why don't we do more write-ins? Like, why does it have to just be NaNoWriMo? Let's do it these write-ins later and I thought oh my word you're right keep your ear open to that yes and so we will be having write-ins in the future because they're so important it's not just these workshops that we offer to teach you to educate you to inspire you but these write-ins this is action you know this is us saying like okay we heard what you said at the workshop let's put it into practice and not to mention these workshops to me have been so encouraging and motivating when we go to them you know, this was the first time I've gone where I was done with NaNoWriMo, and so I worked on a whole bunch of other I stuff. I worked on just regular work. Yeah, I but did, But it too. was way more fun than just doing it, it at home. It so right. was. Being with my friends just makes me feel better. So if, I guess if I could give any advice to anybody who didn't finish NaNoWriMo, like for those of you who finished, congrats, you're awesome. But for those of you who didn't, do you understand? I mean, really sit here and think about it. Do you understand how incredible it is if you wrote 10,000 words this month? 20,000, 30,000. Forget it if yeah. you didn't write 50. The fact that you even wrote more than one, as Oren has coached us on over and over, yeah. that is incredible. Why do you not get that? That's become his trademark at this it point. Is tra- <laughs> it is. One is greater than zero. If you have done that, 
I am not joking with you right now. You need to reward yourself. You need to really applaud yourself for the work that you've done. If I didn't win NaNoWriMo and I only wrote 20,000 words for my book, I would feel incredible. I would feel, I, I'm serious. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I really would mm-hmm. because I'm so happy that I was able to write something that I'm passionate about and that I love. So if you've been working on NaNoWriMo and you didn't win, you still won. Yeah. If you even wrote more than one word, you still won because you were able to do something that how many people talk about writing mm-hmm. and they do nothing. Well, and starting is the hardest part. Really? Oh, for sure. And so if you started, then you're like, oh, you've overcome one of the hardest parts of writing. Yeah. You're right. That's a win. It is. Itself. And like, I mean, Oren's done two sessions on it by now about one is greater than zero. And it is definitely a mantra for our group because, and I feel like everybody gets it by now, but if you haven't written all week, write something. Yeah. That is so much bigger than nothing. And he's talked about how like it's bigger. Like if you wrote 20 words to me, that's almost bigger than if you wrote a thousand words because you haven't written all week. Mm -hmm. And you're like, if I just wrote 20 words, I feel amazing because Mm -hmm. at least I got that accomplished. So if you didn't win NaNoWriMo, my advice to you is... Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's okay that it's you okay. didn't win. It's amazing that you got done what you did get done. Now get your butt to that seat and sit mm-hmm. down and finish your story. <laughs> and speaking of one uh, is greater than zero, Janie. Mm, yes. How was yes. your yes. Right yes. Uh, no, these ladies spoke directly to my heart just now. Um, because That's I, what we were doing. We like practiced it before. Did we you? Did. Yeah, like, I what bet. are we going to say to encourage Janie? Yes. Uh, because I did not win NaNoWriMo this year. Uh, it was my first time to participate. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know it was oh, your for first sure. time. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I, was it your first time hearing of NaNoWriMo, or did you know about it prior to us? No. I, you guys were saying some sort of mishmashy words. <laughs> and I was what like, is this darn <laughs> So, no, found out about it a few months ago, and it sounded fun, and I was like, hey, that's a great challenge. And I'm I mean, I I feel the pressure of deadlines, but it also helps push me. Like, I yeah. stop procrastinating, right. and I was like, awesome. I can succeed. And I got a taste of that when you were like, Janie, you have to sign up for a critique. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> these are the words she used. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were like, what's your title? I was like, I don't know. I don't have anything to turn in. Um, so, two weeks, no, a week and a half goes by, and I'm like, I hate everything I've worked on <laughs> for the last week and a half. I remember I have, that. I remember you being yes, like, I've scrapped everything. Scrapped all, you know, 10 days work. And I was like, never mind. I'll just give myself a few days to, to get something better. And it turned out that was the better idea. And I ran with it. And now it's... Pause. Pause. Yeah. Pause. Okay. Actually, it wasn't just the better idea. What wound up happening is she put her critique out there for Ready, Set, Sloth, and we all were supposed to read it and provide feedback. And just tear it apart. So <laughs> then, when it was time for us to talk about it openly in the group, we were just over the moon in love oh, yeah. with this story. And all of us were like, Jamie, you have got to pitch this. And I think it really shocked her, because it was probably the first time that that many people, let alone one person, was saying, oh my word, this story is fantastic. I'm in love with this. And it was having that, I don't know, positivity that really jolted her and said, wow, like, oh my word, can I really do this? And you did. And that story is just, do you realize that one day 
We're going to hold your book on our hands, and we're just going to have, like, the craziest oh, day ever. Right. I mean, do you... I, I mean, know that's going to happen, that, right? That is the dream, and I was just following another It's not a dream. It is reality. <laughs> it just doesn't it's have a It's a plan that's going to coalesce. It will happen. It uh, will. That's right. And this author that I know from another group, she has... The 20, Trader Group? The Trader Group. <laughs> so sorry. Ooh. It's for children's Ooh. book authors. And I like my Yukon Writer Society better. Um, But. Hope the trader group doesn't hear that. I I hope they they do. I hope they do. do Uh, Little rivalry. Um, I get to rub elbows with people that are published. Yeah. I'm the uber underdog there. But it's just more opportunity for me to pick their brains and be like, hey, you guys are in there. Like, how did you do it? The story is so fantastic. Like, for those who are listening and you're listening six months down the road, 12 months and you already know that her book is being published her book ready set sloth is just adorable and it's so fun and it's so important and who doesn't love sloth honestly right. if you don't love a sloth what's going on in your life right now there's something wrong with your so there is. let me ask you Janie how many words did you accomplish this month oh we're back to NaNoWriMo yeah. I oh you. I remember that uh, That's important. No, let me cap off the story. So the author that I was following, I can't not finish a story. Okay. And the one from the trader group, she said she got tears in her eyes because she saw her book at a Scholastic Book Fair, and this is her 25th published book. And I was what? like, she yeah. still gets emotional yeah. to see those books oh, out there. 25. And I was like, ah, oh, that'd be amazing because I still get goosebumps just thinking how fun it is for kids to go, you know, to the school book fair. Yeah. Anyway, I... Don't ask me my word count. No, come on. Come on, you guys. You need to understand that it doesn't matter if you didn't write 50,000 words. If you you wrote five words, that's fantastic. Well, it was more than five. It was... It was a little over 4,000. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's amazing. Do you realize that for your genre, you're only supposed to be writing 500 to 700 words, and here you are coming up with all these several books. Well, that's what I was like. You're well on your way to 25. That's right. I could write a butt ton of kids' books in the same. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) What were some of the books that you've worked on, if it's okay to ask? Sure. But for word count equivalency, I was like, I could just do a bunch of Did you work on Stephen and Stephen? I worked on Stephen and Stephen. Oh my I goodness! Wait. How so. cute! It's it, tell tell everybody a little bit about the, that story. The story behind Stephen and Stephen. The okay, and it's important to realize it's not about my boyfriend. Just so we're clear, no. Even though that is his name, so maybe it could be about him. Maybe subconsciously the name got inspired <laughs> by him. He is one of the coolest people I've met. He's really cute and handsome, but don't tell him I said that. Yeah, he listens to this, right? I don't know. <laughs> Carry on. on. Steven and Steven. So it's about a boy and his imaginary friend. And their names are spelled differently. So one with a V, one with PH. One with a V, one with PH. And um, you'll have to read the story to find out which perspective is the reader finding the story through. (laughs) (laughs) That was an adventure (laughs) that sentence. It sure was. I feel like Michael Scott all the time. Like, I just, like, you really are him. Eventually, it'll get there. And most of that's adventure. almost an office quote. So almost. it really was. It might have actually been. So close. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, so my fingers close. are touching. So close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Stephen and Stephen was a fun one. I also was just laughing out loud um, the first ride. I remember I was sitting next to you. Yes. <laughs> you were laughing, cracking yourself up. Was, I'm like, <laughs> yes. I had headphones on and I'm looking at my screen and I look like a maniac just it laughing was at it. Uh, but those those ride-ins were super helpful because I wouldn't have gotten those 4,000 words in, period. Mm, like, writing, amazing. 
I might have. Do you had realize a, that's like several children's books? I yeah. Well, I worked on five. I think it was that's five amazing. different wow. kids' books. That's incredible. So I, I have a start on five of them. A that's good amazing. chunk. Um, a, a rough draft. Really, really rough. It draft. doesn't matter. It's right. done. Like yeah. you did that. So they're they're there, and I feel good about that because I wanted to get a. Uh, um, you know, head start on those because I was like, I got so the swap awesome. one. Because right, you might, when you get your publishing deal, because I know you will, what? they could come out and be like, okay, great, but we want to know you already have a second book going. Well, and that, you'll be like, yeah. of course oh, I do. I it's so Steven many. and Steven. So that was my thinking because I have this YA idea and I was like, I kind of want to really dive into that mm-hmm. for NaNoWriMo. But then I thought, I am sending my my query letter mm-hmm. to agents and a lot of this feedback I'm getting from people that are also doing this or they're already published, they're saying they're going to ask for more examples of your work. Okay. Yeah. If you hook them with your pitch. It's true, they won't. Then they'll be like, good. send me two other ideas. Okay. And true. I'm like, oh, then so I better this have was a wise yeah, choice I better have two other things to And now you already have right. something on the back burner. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. excellent. So that's why I went with that instead of kind of like where I was like, oh, YA, that'll be different than what mm-hmm. I was doing. So, but also it's just fun to just dive in and do those kids' books. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I worked so good. On, well, thanks. Oh, I, I, well, that Actually, Steven Steven was not the first one I dived into. The one that was cracking me up um, was, <laughs> I don't know if I settled on a title. I think it's going to be The Green Cow. Oh something my like lord, that. what does this mean? I'm so excited. <laughs> because I didn't want to be like farm animals, but, but. But. It's, it's based on American idioms, and I was oh, just having Lord. so much fun looking those See, up. See, when you're passionate about that, though, <laughs> it comes through in your writing. And so it really doesn't wind up being this cliche. It's like, oh, my goodness, no, she's so passionate about this. Fun. This is so fun. I love it. And, and they're it's just, a different American spread. idioms just seem to suit the, the farmyard yeah. perfectly. Because, okay, yeah. so the cow is green because she's jealous that there's greener oh, pastures smart. on the other very side. Clever. And and I thought, okay. So there's a few others. There's like a Dr. Apple. Oh, my <laughs> keeps the doctor away. I love you so That's much. That's so cool. You're so smart. I love so, idioms. I, they're fun. Yeah. I so that is, cracked me up. How about this, too? For people whose native language is not English, yes, a well, book like that is helpful. It's serious. Okay. Idioms are the hardest. They and are. so thing true. that you forget the quickest. Yes. My so um, roommate in college was... Filipino and Japanese, and so our her remedial English teacher happened to me happened to be my advanced gram teacher, and so Miss Vinaha, Mrs. Vinaha was her name. She said, "Hey, I just found out you guys are roommates. Will you help her with things?" And so I wound up, you know, she was ESL, and so I wound up helping her a lot with her English, and we would have so much fun because she could not say bird, and so you know we would work on that. I bet that okay, Erica. Bird and she go bard right. And I go okay, bird and we work on it and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know where I'm going with that's this. not an easy. But the important thing yeah. to know is that that is a really smart idea because yeah. I looking back like Erica would have loved a book like that yeah. because we would say I just I swear to you I'm not making this up. I distinctly remember being in our dorm and I said oh my goodness I'm so hungry I could eat a horse mm. and Erica goes what and I go oh I'm just like really hungry and she goes. I've never heard of this. I was like, oh, it's just an idiom. It's American idiom. It just means that you're really, really hungry. And she goes, but are you going to eat a horse? <laughs> I was like, no, Erica, I swear I'm not going to eat a horse. And so that's, yes. it's funny to us. But in, but in truth, those idioms are 
really wild yeah. to people who hear it for the first time. And so that's very clever. There's very intelligent. so many. I had so much material. Oh, you would have I was just like, you have a whole series so, just of that. Exactly. Well, that's why I was like, wait. I just need, here's a, a, a whole different idea, and it was just a few lines, so it wasn't even like a oh, full idea. Blossom. But it was Southern Sayings, and it was another, oh, yeah. like, and I'm like, oh, you, yeah, well, I think regional pull up your britches. It's and I'm like, one yes. thing to have idioms, and then it's a whole other thing to have Southern idioms. Yes. Like, yes. what was tonight's um, Southern mess of the evening? Something about lassoing? Uh, oh, yeah, oh. you said, if I want to have a, a dadgum turtle, I'll just lasso it up and yeah do the pond in your yard and I'm not even a redneck but I still felt like the terms dad gum and lasso were very pertinent to what I was saying I don't know what we're talking about so ultimately Janie thank you what did did you what did you you get out of uh, Nano Redneck Um, I got good starts on um Four or five-ish um, books. I actually haven't checked. Congratulations! Anything. So I feel awesome. really good about those. I just need to go in and. Clean Did you them feel up. like you? Okay, so you had over four thousand words, right? Yes. Do you feel like you would have done that in October, September, August? Do you feel like you would have done that without? No, Anna, not right? without the push. That that's that, amazing. That right? deadline it's pressure true. of like yeah. get those words in, girl. Yeah. Like yeah. was at the back of my head, that's and amazing. it was a really tough month at home. Like those writings are where those words came from. Right. I did not get the words in at home. I mm. maybe got to sit with my computer at night like one time, mm. um, but we've had a lot of sickness in my house and oh, mostly on my baby. <laughs> so it's a lot of just staying up all night oh, and yeah. the doctor's appointments in the day. And but it's so cool that like because of your genre, four thousand words equates yeah. <laughs> several yeah. children's exactly. books. Yeah, I mean to me that's just so cool that you have all this that you didn't have before. Whereas if I wrote, if I had written, wrote, I'm not an editor. If I have, if I had written four thousand words only, then I would have been like, oh man, because of my genre, that stinks. But because of yours, you're. It's like, ha ha! Look at all these children books I have. Yeah. That's so, a, it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna play Gary yes. for a minute, and I'm gonna segue. Gary, what was your NaNoWriMo word count, and what did you learn? What helped you? What made you feel like, oh man, this is not working? Like, tell me. So, I'm pretty sure I got way over 50,000, but I reported uh, between 29 to 30,000. Excellent. Congratulations. Because a lot of the rest came from, like, handwritten. And you've seen the pictures. Yes. Those pages full came from, like, one day. That's incredible. Yeah. I don't know how you do And I was like, I I won't count this. This is way too much. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. So, I just went with computer. Um, The thing I learned, like, because you asked a very interesting question just now. About, like, would you have accomplished this, you know, in September right, or in right, October? Yeah. I started thinking about it. I was like, probably not. I don't, I wouldn't have. Like, I, like, with how my life is set up right now, I have to push myself to write a lot every yeah, day. exactly. And uh, with NaNoWriMo, that came to me, obviously, because uh, very early on, before I quit my job to do all of this... I kind of put a challenge out there online to everybody, or to every other writer in the world, hmm. in which I said, I will work harder than all of you, <laughs> the entire population of the world. And if I am going to fulfill that crazy, crazy call out, I have, like, from, even after NaNoWriMo, like, yeah. it doesn't end for me. Right, right. It's going to continue on. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll just say it out here right now. 
The person that I think is really cool at doing this is Hannah. She's so like good. she's yeah, been doing right. NaNoWriMo and she's been killing it for years. Yeah. Like that's the level yeah, I need to has, get up to. And she like has so much consistent. confidence. She's like when we asked her tonight. I'm sorry to interrupt, but when we asked her tonight, did you feel like you would win? She's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, she already knew, and I yeah. love that about her. She's so confident. I remember and detecting that from her at the first write-in. Right. Yeah, you could tell. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. She's and, done it 11 years. And oh, she's are you serious? Oh, well then. Unbelievable. And she yeah. said she's not in school this year. So right. she's beaten it every year. And she's still just a beast. Student. That's it. She's I want to highlight another young lady uh, who comes to the meetings a lot is Erica. Only oh 15 years goodness. old. Erica is fantastic. And so talented. So, like, she told me that she didn't really participate in NaNoWriMo very much. But we've happened to read and critique oh, one of her pieces. Yeah. And even at her age, at the level that she's writing at, there's no doubt. There's not. Yeah. No, listen, I, I'm going to say something because I am such a fangirl for Erica. I, when I first started, I mean, I had been writing for years and years and years and years and years. But when I officially knew I wanted to be a writer, I was 16. So a year older than Erica. When I compare my 16-year-old writing to Erica's 15-year-old writing, holy cow. I mean, there's no... I told her to her face. I said, I never wrote like this as a 16-year-old. She is so advanced and she is so talented. I hope she hears this. But she is so talented at what she does. And to me, that is why the Yukon Writers Society is so important to me. I needed this when I was her age, and I did not have it. I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it existed, but I didn't know that it did. I needed that. Erica needs this. She needs to know that she has a talent, that she has a gift, Mm -hmm. and to continue developing it and strengthening it because her storytelling is phenomenal. I didn't write like that, Gary. I mean, I'm telling you, as a 16-year-old, I wrote like a 10-year-old. It was <laughs> yeah. awful. It was awful. And she is so advanced. And I don't know where we were going with this. And I'll, no, I'll actually tell it to you like that. Okay. Like, well, Erica, um, you're awesome. We love you. Like, at her age, I was also uh, writing a lot at the time. And were you really? At oh, age? yeah. Wow, that's um, awesome. This is a personal story here. And you guys already heard it, but I'll go ahead and repeat it again. Around that time, uh, as teenagers do, they write more heavier stuff. Oh, so that, well dramatic. That I their parents it. don't get. Especially parents who come from other cultures that see that mm-hmm. expressing your emotions is an indicator that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so my dad's response was to make me throw away every like notebook I ever wrote on. Did you really oh, have to wow. throw them away? I had to throw them away. Did you cry? Yes, and I didn't get back into writing until my 20s. It wasn't until I was 24 that I decided, you know what? I want to be a writer. And to this day, like, it's stuck with me ever since. And I wondered to myself, if I was still that 16-year-old kid and hung hung on to writing, like, where would I be today? And, of course, life, like, people, life is not about thinking about regrets. It's about looking at the past and then moving on, you know, further on. But I do think about that from time to time. If I continued writing from that point, where would I be? Yeah. So I'm sorry to harp on this, but I'm just curious. And I think for those who listen who might have gone through what you've gone through, I mean, how did you feel when you had to throw away? I I can't even. Heartbreaking. I can't even imagine that. Sure. It's very fresh in my mind. And I'll tell it to you like this. Like, be honest. The years between throwing all my stuff away and trying to figure out where my place is in the world, I had no direction. Nothing meant anything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
nothing mattered because I didn't have direction or goals to go with. It wasn't until I found writing that, holy crap, this is the first time in my life that something mattered to me. And that's why I said very early on, I'm going to outwork every single one of you. That's right. And, and you have, since I've known you, you have said that. Yeah. But when that, when, how old were you the first time that that happened? When I was 24 and I had just uh, flunked out of uh, my uh, computer programming degree or whatever. Because at the time I was like, okay, I'm in my 20s. It's time to get practical. So I'm going to get a practical degree <laughs> oh, in computer yes, programming. Yes, yes. I hated it. Of course you did, because it wasn't your passion. And even my mom sat me down and asked me, like, are you happy? I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. What? I'm the best place in my life. I flunked out, and I never went back to school ever since. Mm. Where did you originally go to college? Uh, OSU OKC. Really? That's where my dad went. I didn't know that. I learned something new about you. Yeah, absolutely. That's where my brother went to. And uh, one of the big things I learned from NaNoWriMo was, uh, and it's actually something someone else shared, you know, motivation is great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not going to get the job done. No like, way. you Discipline. have to decide. Discipline right. has to yes. come in. Which is it. like the worst word ever. I love it. So I love the people. word discipline. I don't. Right? <laughs> I tend to, I don't know. It just. I guess it depends on what it is. But discipline can sometimes be such a four-letter word to so many of us. Because we feel like, what? what? I don't have the discipline to do this, to do that. But, you know, you've taught me, like, yeah, you do. Do you want it hard enough? Do right. you want it enough That's to it. do it? If and you I'm do, then, yeah. one-on-one sessions with you because literally, like, if I'm not getting anything done, then, like, today was a failure, you know? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, even, like, in my worst of days where I'm just not feeling it at all, mm-hmm. I will always get up and put one page down. At right. least one page yeah. down. Because that's inspirational to me because there are days when I don't right. like okay sure maybe a blog post maybe whatever mm-hmm. but if it's the novel or it's the nonfiction book I'm working on like there are days when maybe I don't work on it and it's it, you've always really encouraged and inspired me with your you know like you really take Oren's advice to heart like mm-hmm. fine I will write one right. stinking sentence mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't do that and to me it's such an inspiration um in fact, you know, just going back to the segue of NaNoWriMo, remembering, like, you can do this, you can do right. this, yep. you can do this. That, That's I mean, there were days when I didn't it. write hardly anything, but I wrote something. Mm-hmm. And that really pushed me the next day, and then I'd, like, kill it the next day. And know? I don't know if this is abnormal, so I might as well just ask you directly. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I don't. I don't get gratification from self care stuff. I get gratification when I put words to pages. But don't you feel like in oh, a yeah. roundabout way that is self care? Like everybody's so. own self care is different. Yeah. Like your self care, taking care of yourself, is writing those words. Yeah. I for me, it's like yes. I definitely find my value in productivity for sure. I um, do too. But then I have to be careful that I don't completely play this is something I've learned yeah. since law school because I, I come in, I'm in law school I'm in law school and so I'm achieving and I'm yep. meeting these goals and I pass the bar exam and then it's like I had this kind of dead time when I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was supposed to do I was supposed to be writing that's a story for another time but I know I was supposed to be but I didn't know how I mean like I didn't know what what do I even do with that and I had placed so much value, my own personal value and my productivity, that when I didn't have productivity, yeah. it was a dark time. It was really I was, hard. I, do I you feel, feel yeah. on date? Okay, maybe it's just me. 
But because I'm such a high productive person, mm-hmm. if there are days when I'm not productive, I yeah. feel like I'm doing something wrong. Right. Yo, yeah. I think, yeah. I think we all share yes. this. I don't have, like, sure. My value is diminished. So what yeah. self-care has helped me to do is remember that I exist as a human being. And yes. so I have worth as a human being Preach. separate from my productivity. And I have to remind myself of that. And she's so not waving something... my hanky right now. That is she so is. Long. I mean, she doesn't have a hanky, have but a she's hanky. waving her hand. <laughs> I am waving because she's it's so It's a really mind. good, like, miming. Good for, good for you ladies that can remind yourself. It takes I, work. It's taking years. I cannot dig myself out of that, but I have a supportive husband that, yeah. like... Your husband is the bomb. You're here tonight. I will be It's amazing. Myself. With a baby. Except, well, yeah. Tom. Toddler, whatever. I, I, toddler. <laughs> a little kid. A little kid. He's one. He's trying to toddle. Are ones taught? Are one-year-olds toddlers? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know the baby. Me lingo. neither. The lingo would be a toddler's like they're they're walking Excuse or trying me. to figure out. Oh, because they're like toddling around. around. Like, oh. oh, we just. Oh my! I never knew that. Yo, <laughs> Gary. This is so. No, even I knew that. I, I didn't know nothing about babies. This is so well, funny. Well, like I'm a dude, so like That's naturally I don't. I Your don't face. Into, uh, I mean, I haven't known you real long, but I feel like that is a unique, like an but uncommon do you feel facial like expression. You- known Gary for years I do I feel like I've known all of you for years and it's been weeks that's the best type of friendship it is is. well anyway my husband props to him because he brings me up when I'm just like I'm like I don't have a job and he's like of course you do you're raising a baby that's the best job in the world I want to clap so hard but I won't because of the podcast Uh, but I Phil is in I'm going to say it. Can I say it? I guess. I think Phil is just incredible. He is so supportive and encouraging. You just don't you. hear that kind of thing. You Phil don't. Very Usually much it's like, why aren't you home? Why aren't you home? Yes. Phil is like, oh, go be with your friends and I'll go do your writing. It's phenomenal. It should not be phenomenal. Listen to me. What? Stop it. It's Phil nominal. Oh, dang. All right, I'll quit. I'll leave the podcast. I think that that was a success. That's how we should end the show, but no. No, he's great. He so I failed as as I was like I my house homemaking skills are lame because I didn't whatever no they're not like we I don't know something happened with Luke and I didn't get the meat out in time so it wasn't thawed for supper and so he's like do I need to get something on the way home and I was like no I put this out and then I checked it and I'm like. It's still frozen solid. And that's why I was like, my homemaking skills are crap. I'm just lame. And he's like, oh, you have a sick one-year-old, and you kept him alive today. That is Yes! <laughs> and you did Still, one million that. points. One billion points. Yeah, I think I did laundry and litter boxes. And those are my accomplishments mm. for the day, but he highlighted them, and I'm like, but yeah, it's not the I did it. do good. I won't, I won't say anything to you directly, because I never know when they're going to listen. But I'll tell it to you like this. Just... <laughs> Just growing up around, you know, environments where the husband expects a lot from the mm-hmm. wife. Sure. In which Leave like her in which her dreams don't matter. Right. Like Phil is the blueprint of how, you know, husbands should be. Uh, exactly. Totally yeah. agree. He's amazing. I go out more than he does. Mm-hmm. Like, because he knows I've been at home kind of stuck. Right. I mean, I love my son, but I'm stuck with him all day sure. in the He's house. Amazing. If you, yeah. If you guys haven't yeah. met Phil yet, you're missing out. You, everybody needs to meet him. He is a phenomenon. Phenomenon. He's a philo- He's a filet mignon of men. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
all these puns. You guys no. didn't know you were going to get this from the podcast. But listen, <laughs> but you we know deliver. What? Everybody knows a Phil, and so maybe you know a good one, and so you can put he's these into He's my first use. official Phil that wasn't like a client. Oh, okay. So he's my non-client Phil. Non-client So as we carry on from this conversation, Gary... After we've learned who's won and who's still, even if you lost Santa Rimo, you still won. Oh, yeah. If you could end this podcast anyway, what would you say? Like, what have you learned from everything from doing NaNoWriMo this month? Like, how would you end it? You know, you put me on the spot. That's right. There are so many quotes that I want to spill out right now, and I can't find the right one. Okay. But I'll just go with a caveman, like, grunted out. Grunt. People. Yes. Motivation will only get you so far. It's mm-hmm. all about being disciplined and sitting down and putting down the words. Yes. Butt glue. Butt glue. Glue your butt to the exactly. chair and do your stinking work. Because, guys, your dreams are never going to come true if you never walk towards them. That's right. Beautiful. And, you know, if you're always... Like, there's a difference between always just dreaming to waking up and actually making it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference between a writer who's like not serious they just think of it as like this cute little hobby and then the people who are ferocious about it they're like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and they will challenge themselves and they'll work when it's late at night and they're exhausted but they'll keep doing it anyway and i feel like that's what we found in the yukon writers society we really are ferocious about our writing we don't give up on it we're hardcore and we're here toward the end so you know, congrats to everybody who won. And everybody. congrats to those who lost. Because in the end, as Oren said, you still won. You like, you still won. still won NaNoWriMo You made me. progress. It's amazing. So con- you should congratulate yourself and come up with a reward. Whether you yes. lo- lost or won, you still won. So or you if you're crazy yourself. like me, your reward could be more work. Ah, oh, I'm Lord. so excited. It's more work. <laughs> I'm going to reward myself with leaving town tomorrow that'll be my reward nice. Jamie, i mean it's technically work yourself. but it's not work Ooh, i get to see a movie in the morning <gasps> what are you gonna see i love going to morning movies Those are the well best. they're cheap seats right it, that's cheap. what i was and no one's there and no one's there and, and a coffin on you philip and i hardly get to go so we see like maybe one every other month so it's What's really it gonna be? What's we're, gonna, we're gonna see instant family oh, oh my gosh with mark Wahlberg, right Honestly, there could be a $12 ticket to a movie where Mark Wahlberg is just standing on a stage (laughs) reciting the things he likes, and I would be like, two thumbs, five stars. This is the most brilliant thing. I I love him. He can do no wrong. Have you seen Daddy's Home 1 and 2? No. Listen to me. (laughs) The first one is hilarious and you're like there's no way that a sequel could be better that's impossible sequels are known for being garbage listen Mm. the second one is 10 times funnier it has mel gibson in it which like blessings and it is so hysterical i've seen it several times you need to see i think they're on hulu I don't know what they're on, but I know that they are hilarious. All right. So that is my thing. How are you going to reward yourself? Yes. Um, honestly, this is rewarding to me. Aww. Uh So this, like, knowing that I was doing this tonight, like, the build-up to it, Aww. that's, yeah. So you're, that's like, hanging out with friends. So I was, so let's see, on Sunday I'll celebrate my third year anniversary of living in the Oklahoma City area. Okay, so. And, I mean, mostly <laughs> what I've done since I moved here is work. Founding a nonprofit, building that nonprofit. And what is the name of your nonprofit? The Dragonfly Home. Yeah. And where will we so, find it? I'm sorry. Oh, www. They accept donations. <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> and it with 
And we're very grateful. But so building that, and we have a great team there. So I consider those people my friends, and we share life and we share work. But it's different to have friends outside of work. And I know this is, I'm circling back to what I said before, but like um, inviting you all here, having peeps over with my Christmas decorations. And they're beautiful, by the way. Beautiful Christmas decorations. So this has been it. I mean, and that it's to you feels like a reward. Oh, for sure. Hanging out with people, filling up my little extrovert bucket. <laughs> yeah, I love those buckets. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Extrovert yeah. friends have been amazing. I keep they we adopt have. you. Yeah, it's true. We adopt you <laughs> as our great. own. Well, ladies, if uh, we have some final words, I guess Gary, I have a final word to say. Please, um, I would like to say. Thank you to the Yukon Writers Society Thank for you. encouraging and inspiring me every day to work on my book. And not just that, but you know, you guys have been so supportive of me during the launch of my first novel, The Suicide mm-hmm. Tree. That really means a lot to me. So as far as a final word from me, congrats to everybody who won and lost NaNoWriMo because you <laughs> still won You're in the awesome. end. And thank you so much for your support during this month, um, which is my busiest month of the year. And I still somehow, some way, want to winning nice. <laughs> NaNoWriMo. So that is my final word of the evening. And do we have some final words from you ladies? I feel like you really wrapped it up for me. Oh, no. Janie's got one. Janie's ready. Give oh, us a final word, Janie. Just because I sucked in air? Yes, no. you were like ready to go. <laughs> I'm still floating on my hubby's cloud. Um, just a shout out to him again. Phil. 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 You're amazing. Like, we love you, Phil. Like, even though he's supportive like that, it's like, hey, you're doing a great job as a wife. Yeah. And, and homemaker. He supports your passions. But he's all about, like, Janie, go do the writer thing. Like, this takes up a lot more time than I ever expected. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, but it is not what I envisioned when I was like, hey, that'd be fun to go do a couple weeks. We never knew it would be like this. <laughs> no way. So then we added podcasts, and we added extra hangouts. And writing. Pile it on. We don't know how to stop. I told him, I was like, November's going to be crazy, Phil. Like, every Saturday, we're going to have a huge block of time to just yes. write at a coffee house and he's like okay and then <laughs> yeah and he was like you warned me I knew this was happening I was like okay wow. so he's just on baby duty when I'm not there mm-hmm. and he's fine with that but then like during the day like he goes to his nine to five office job mm-hmm. and um not that we're not appreciative of that because that's why I can stay home but he's like, you just need to make a bestseller kids series. <laughs> you I am you're ready. Ready on the run. I'm ready to retire, Jane. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's awesome. That's good I inspiration. Want re- I want to retire at 28. Yeah. But he can reel it back too and be like, if he can see me getting frazzled and stressed and like, I didn't get, I didn't get um, feedback from that agent. You know, I, I got basically a rejection from so and so and blah blah. Once you get a rejection, rejection though, you are like part of the club. Right. That's the, the club. good thing when you get a rejection because yeah. like. Sense. That's when you're part of the club. Yeah, so he just he just topped it off like, hey, it's their loss, and you know, but he can see me start spiraling like I'm stressing mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm not doing enough in my writer identity, you know, like it's still a hobby because I can't a lot to juggle. You I know. can't commit right. as right. much time as I would like to, which means I have no excuse. Priority, you know, <laughs> right? It's true. Yeah. My family is the priority, but it is a fallback. But he he can reel it back in, and be like, hey, you know. That's just, you know, it's a fun, it's a dream, mm-hmm. but keep going, but don't feel like our, you know, finances yeah, depend on it, you know, like, there's It's a good no place to be. It is, I, I'm in the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I really am. So, 
I love That's you, Phil. Great. Oh, we love you, Phil. I've Everybody never met you, loves Phil. Phil. But yes. I appreciate you a lot. <laughs> Do you have a final word? I get. Uh, okay, I was trying to think of one when Janie was talking. I guess it's um, literally two words. The first word is friends, and the second word is welcoming, um, because you guys really welcome people in and um, just offer so much acceptance. Yeah, that's not the easiest thing in the world to find. And so I don't know if this this is the final word of the evening. I don't know how it applies to you, listener. Find people who accept you, I guess. Like that's easy. And it can be hard. Right? Everyone in the world. And I think that being part of a writer society is unique because people who participate in something like this, it means that they they're passionate about something. I feel like people who are really passionate about something that maybe is not mainstream maybe have a hard time finding other people to fit in with. I felt like that. Um, And I guess this is kind of what I was saying when I first started talking about it, just um, finding those like-minded people is such a blessing. Amen. Yeah. That's That's our final word. I guess those are my final words. Yeah, that's a a good closer. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, in that case, we want to thank you guys for... Stepping in with us, letting us come into your living room. This has been the special edition for the NaNoWriMo uh, event. This has been the Writer's Nook. I've been Gary Medina, and I was joined with... Shayla Raquel, who has cheese in her mouth. (laughs) Janie Mary. And Melissa Ike. And we hope to see you again. Good night. Good night. Hi. I can't believe it's 11.30. I thought it was like 10.45. I did not I was incorrect in my assumption. That's funny.